Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean, nice to meet you. Nice to, <laughs> nice to meet you, everybody. Um, thanks for tuning in to this wonderful podcast, which is in no way about veganism. Um, this week, new episode, we're joined by Matt Richardson. The excellent. Funny guy, lovely man. Uh, for radio presenter, radio presenter, former former radio presenter, sort of as we discuss. Former TV presenter, former TV presenter, as we sort of discuss as well. Basically, it's quite a funny story here about current his, excellent comedian. <laughs> yes, um, there's an excellent story in this about his final days at Virgin Radio. Um, that yeah, we, we talk about loads of stuff. It's really fun this one. We had a right old laugh. Yeah, and uh, what else? Other business, Julian Dean. Patreon shout outs. Oh, we'll, do, we'll do some Patreon shout outs. We should um, basically tell non patrons what they get for being a patron. What may tell them, you mean? Yeah, you can, you can do <laughs> no, the other person who's on the fucking <laughs> podcast. thought you were talking to God, our saviour. I was talking to the new guy. I'm just shit. I'm I'm binning you off. I've got a a replacement. I'm going to edit him in. An extra co-host over your side. Um, They get loads of stuff. Well, they basically we do um, additional episodes, little short catch-ups, about three times a couple of times, two or three times a week. Would you say? Yeah, some of them go longer. The newest one is what over half an hour. Some of them, yeah, normally they're about twenty to thirty-five minutes, and they're episodes where, and sometimes we say things on there we wouldn't say on the podcast. Which and the money all goes to charity, doesn't it? Well, if you count us as charity, (laughs) (laughs) if 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 we if we register as a charity, then yes, it will go to charity. I give all mine to charity anyway, guys. What um, what charity? Um, I give it to a homeless guy outside. No, you don't. <laughs> he sells uh, kebabs. <laughs> um, homeless guy who works in my local pub. I give it to him. <laughs> Behind the bar. Yeah. Um, anyway, but, but all you got, yeah, basically you can sign up. Money always goes to good use. For as little as £2 a month. Um, there are different tiers. And there's uh, no maximum. Is it not a maximum? So empty out your bank. Holy shit. Anyone who's, um, if, you're, if you is, maybe get some bad news about maybe a terminal there illness. There is a maximum, but if, it's, if it isn't enough, then please message. <laughs> we can just give you our bank details. <laughs> um, so anyway, also what we're going to do is quickly is give, you, give a shout out to all our heavyweight patrons and above. So this is people that uh, support us for um, the heavyweight tier and super heavyweight thank you very much to all of our patrons yes um so let's give a quick let's we'll quickly run through their names mate let's start with pimla cat natalie staffer timmy turnips tim college Steve fitness Stark. oh that is tim college yeah um he's check out he's got a podcast actually tim about um like health and fitness and stuff that's tim not college fitness it's very good yeah. it's very good yeah it's very my episode's nice good Obviously, my episode's good as well. Um, <laughs> Steve Stark, artiste. Stephen Geary. Simon Freer. Simon. Double Simon. Whitley. Um, how do you know? Oh, you saw his email address. Don't I know. Out. Sorry, I Simon. Like I won't say your surname. I had to bleep out someone's email address last time. Oh, yeah. Sharon Miller. Ronan Quinn. Robert Fruit. I don't believe that's his surname. That's a good surname, though. It's a great surname. Rajan Sharma. Um, Orla Canane. Orla's a nice name. Lovely Irish name there. Yeah, I know an Orla, actually. My neighbour. Uh, Michael Scully. 
Michael Leslie. Liam Mintz. Just Liam. Just Laura. <laughs> Kelly Taylor. Katie Funnel. Kate Apostolov. Joe Hawks. James O'Donovan. Ewan Gregory. Ed Clues. Doug. <laughs> Just Doug. Davina Bywater. Daniel Marshall. How do you say this? Seri. Seri, C E R I. That's a nice Seri name. Seri does excellent tarot card reading. Really? Seri's so, so yeah. a new patron. Tarot card readings. Have you ever, have I ever, ever told you about the time I bought, I've got a tarot card deck. Have you? Oh, I read a, read a book about how to read tarot and I hadn't really, I didn't really do, I was just, I was just reading out of curiosity. I've never had them done actually. But then I, I had a barbecue scared. and I had a barbecue and I was pissed and a mate of mine saw them and I decided, I, ju- I just drunkenly bravado sort of went, I'll give you a reading. And I didn't know what I was doing. I literally skimmed skim- Just skim- pulled out a hanging man and just shake <laughs> no, but I just, I just ran off. I totally blagged it. And, uh, and he thought I gave him a really good reading. Um, I was not an expert. Serious. Cold reading. Um, Cameron Primrose. Brett. Billy Bricknell. Ad- Andrew, sorry. sorry Adam Ackerman was next it. up. So Andrew, then Adam. Um, then, Sam Henning. And then Ryan Hibbert. Rachel Napier. Lisa Gold. Josh MH. MH. Uh, Jodie Faulkner. Emma. Clementine Lloyd. And Jules. Jules. This is Jules, who obviously used to uh, claim to be Julian Dean. <laughs> Which is fun, isn't it? Um, anyway, that's the, that's the um, what's the, I was going to say like a roll call, but it's not really, is it? The, um, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. The register. It's like doing a register, isn't it? Oh, yeah. They're listening. They can go like... Present. Present. Yes, miss. <laughs> but there we go. That's all our uh, heavyweight and above patrons. Um, if you're not a heavyweight patron, you're below that. You're still a patron. So thank you very much. If you want to join up and see the extras, get involved. Um, we should, we are going to do a, a Zoom Q&A, but just, you know, things have been busy with a baby and that. So when should we should probably do one in the coming week or so. We'll put that out on Patreon so you Definitely. can join us. Join, you can come into the Zoom chat and we will just have a lovely little hour-long chat like we have in the past. It's really fun. Everyone just asks but questions. It's interactive. So it's really interactive. We end up learning more about them than we I know. They do about us. It's nice. It's lovely. Anyway, let's all kick back um, and um, obviously follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all that business. But other than that, you can just kick back and listen to us. Have a lovely chat to Matt Richardson. Have a great day. Two vegan idiots. I've hit record. We're recording. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean. And live from... Where, where do you live? Highgate. Highgate. In Matt North London. Richardson. Hi. Uh, how the bloody hell are you? I'm, I'm really good. I'm really chuffed because this is one of the few podcasts that comedians do that I listen to. Oh. It's weird that. We've got a few comedians say that to us. Yeah, um, I really love it because it's it's not... It, it, basically, you're, I both, like, you're both amazing. Like, I don't want to, you know, um, jizz on you too much, but um, <laughs> it's a really nice one. Jizz away, Jizz away. You want me to pass you a tissue? We haven't done geeks in a long time. No, no. We need all the jizz we can get, man. <laughs> It's just and it's so it's just so nice and it's such an easy listen. So I'm really chuffed to be here. 
It is an easy listener, except for um, sometimes for when uh, Julian sounds off and uh, listeners get in touch to ask if he's all right. <laughs> that happened a yeah, but... couple of times lately, <laughs> which is nice. It's nice. It's like a it. weird thing of when you do something like a podcast that is a regular thing, you know, say it's yeah. like, you know, weekly or whatever, as, as close to weekly as possible. When you do go through any sort of life stuff, you try and keep it going and you realise that they definitely can pick up on the fact that there's some shit going yeah. on in the background. Yeah, 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 listeners definitely. are very smart, normal, you know, if you're, if you're the sort of person who listens to, like, if you really like, enjoy things like podcasts, you're probably relatively astute. But I don't, I've got mates who are dumb as shit and they don't even know what a podcast is. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, it seems like a, a medium that does attract people that go, oh, you know, at least I want to listen to some words for a period of time and focus on them. Like, so I think, yeah, they're, they're, I think they've sometimes our listeners work out if one of us has got some shit going down. It's like gigging through when you've got shit going down and you gig oh, with mate. other comics that you know or have yeah. seen you loads and they're like, they see you on stage doing what yes. you normally do, but there's just something really off Definitely. about it. Definitely. I remember doing... Like you're a bit yelly. I did the comedy store once and I got, I got, it's so sad, but I got basically got a phone call as I was walking into the comedy store to tell me my cousin had died oh, and, no. um, and she was young and like, she was younger than me. And like we we hadn't been like close for years, but we used to be really close when we were young. Do a bit about that, yeah. When you got... <laughs> so when I did twenty minutes of just crying on stage, <laughs> but I was on first, and I what I yeah I I'm better now. I tend to get there a bit earlier, but for a period of time, any gig I was doing, if I was on first, if it was an eight o'clock start, I'd get there at five to eight. Yeah, you know I mean, I just had this rule of like get there, get it done, go home, and like I I literally walked in at five to eight. I was on in fifteen minutes. And I just got told the news that my cousin had died. And I remember just sitting in a few people in the dressing room clocked that something was up because I was looking, just staring straight ahead. And then having to go and do that gig, man, was, it felt like I was, it felt like I sort of pressed play as I went on stage and I was out back listening to it or something. It was just yeah, yeah, yeah. for myself. Lucky you don't get hecklers at, at that times like that. That'd be the worst, wouldn't it? <laughs> Fuck off, my cousin's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I had it after a breakup once, went into the gig, oh, when I'd like found no. out some like like found out they'd been cheating or something. And, oh god. And and someone and the yeah. gig wasn't going particularly well. And I really took out like the audience were just like, What is going on with this guy? Like yeah. this is re- it's really upsetting that this gig at Goldsmith University in front of twelve people isn't going well for him. <laughs> well, it's that thing if ever you've needed the affirmation of strangers, it's when you just found out that the person who's meant to love you is cheating on you. Yeah, oh, and it was just so it, brutal. And, and it's one of those it's uh, it's one of those awful things where someone say heckles or it isn't going well, and all of a sudden, like this audience is going, oh, you know, it's it's all right, I suppose this, and then you lose the plot, and they're going, well, what's happened? It's something yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, how. Yeah. Like, and it's just so out of proportion. I feel guilty. It's one of the things I still wake up at night going, oh God, those gigs yeah. where I've been, I've not been in a right state of mind. I feel bad about like years later. I mean, that yeah, is yeah. fair enough. I, if that happens, it's like, it's just, you're being real, isn't it? You just express, I mean, it's, yeah. it's understandable. Yeah. Who but. books it? No, really. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a John Briley gig. Oh, John Briley. There's a yeah, blast yeah. in the past. Now, um, oh, yeah. is John still involved in live wrestling uh, shows? Which, he went off and did wrestling. Jim Smallman does it with him, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah but yeah, then Jim has recently retired from it as well. Not from the actual oh. full thing, but from the actual his company. I think he's sort of moving on and doing some other things. It's interesting. Oh, right. the, Sort of, because I've, I've been thinking about recently. Me and Jimmy McGee Wrestling. yesterday went and played golf, and yeah. we were talking about 
you know, if comedy is sort of fucked for a good few years, imagine. Yeah. And realistically, we will have to look at getting some form of other income. Yeah. And yeah. We were trying to work out what we could do. And basically, Jimmy was Jimmy's like, you know, basically, Jimmy went to, you know, he's posh, isn't he? Like, he went to private <laughs> school, you know, all that. But he, he does, he's not really got the trappings of being posh. He lives in his sister's attic. He's like, he's, he's basically a posh guy who didn't, it didn't work out for. And, um, <laughs> But he he was like, I reckon I must have some contacts. Like he was thinking, like racking his brains, going like, I've got a bit. Everyone says like, if you're just posh and went to, and have like posh mates, you're one of them will just get right. you a job. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He was just like he's saying like he's literally it's the only time in his life he's thought, I wonder if I actually have that ability. And I was talking about how I just want to get a sales job where I can just sort of sell coffee beans. <laughs> but I don't know if that's a real job. <laughs> I've um I've started to make plans for this. I've just signed up to a cat sitting website. That, I mean, um, quite I, mean, I, I have I have a cat and I use this website and I was just like and I was we were looking at going away to go and see um my girlfriend's parents. I was like 35 quid to go and see someone's cat twice a day. Like you could fit in six cats a so day. So the cat doesn't even come and live with you? No, no, no. Like you go to the cat you go to the house like twice a day, feed and play with them for an hour. Really? Like, if you get a good clientele of cats, that's a really decent job. If you're doing five cats a day. That's a, that's the best job in the whole world. <laughs> Yeah, so like, I was kind of because I was going. I was like, I can't believe they're thirty-five quid a day to come and check if my cat's all right. Like oh, I'm yeah. getting in on the bit. Start, so I, and cats I'm going to quit comedy even if it comes yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, it, but it is. That's but then like, I need something else. But just to tide me over. Yeah, um, you know, you have to start now the pubs are open. Gigs and yeah. stuff. It's like yeah, I've already got. A, I've got a triple Sorry, to like, three cats in <laughs> Southwest <laughs> London. <laughs> Just make sure you don't tell Hal Cruttenden because he'll be doing like eight cats a night. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it'd be good though. I'd like to be an agent. I'd like to be the agent who gets those. I'm, I'm the cat guy. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah, seen yeah. one like sort of. I've got you Aval- a main. I've got you cat a main man. Yeah, I've got the Avalon of like cat agencies. Right, right, mate. I've got you. Fuck. I've got you three cats. Right in East Addison London. Cresswell. <laughs> they call you up and say, it's like, "How much is it?" And they, they say, "Oh, well, thirty-five pound an hour." Like for a visit, sounds a lot. Fucking, you don't know who this. How many cats this geezer's working with? <laughs> <laughs> He's the best in the business, mate. Never lost a single cat. Um, but I, um, yeah, it's funny. Like just getting having them conversations that I've not had in. 15 like since i started comedy all i've thought about is wanting to be a comedian and i did it and since then it's just been maintaining being a comedian yeah and having those conversations with yourself and with friends of like Fuck, what if i have to get a-? it'll be mental having to, if becoming a real person again if it happens yeah there must I be know. like a- oh, go on. are you gonna do it julian are you looking at it as well not really. <laughs> Julian, Julian will end up in prison before he goes back to the real I world. I sell cocaine. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, know, I mean, I, I'm pretty positive. I mean, it's going to come back, isn't it? Like at some uh, point, but you are right. It might be like a year yeah. or two. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it'll be back to normal for a couple of years. I think a lot of the smaller clubs won't be able to open. I think the finances of it. You know, all the ones that are opening now. Like the ones that are starting from August. That's always now. happened, I think, though. Small clubs are closed, new chains have opened. I mean, yeah, but the big clubs yeah. for the foreseeable can't have normal capacity. So the f- money's going to go down. So you won't yeah. be able to earn the, f- the living you were making before just physically. And then, yeah. so next year, if that carries into next year, a lot of their clubs are going to have to just cut their fees anyway because they won't be able to continue otherwise. So basically, what I'm, I'm saying online is, gigs are really good, but, um, but I did one last is, night. It was great, but. They're not going to be like a regular, you're not going to do a weekend, are you? No, exactly. 
<laughs> so, that's what I mean. So I think Where I were you this weekend? I'm going to stay the jury's in in Birmingham and start your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you still get a hotel with it. Strong <laughs> 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 Wi-Fi. And you all leave your hotel and go for lunch with the other comedians on in the city yeah, that yeah. weekend. <laughs> Just go for a walk around TK Maxx as you do every fucking time. Get a new belt and go back for the gig. I swear to God, man, I think the staff in TK Maxx, Birmingham, must think I'm, I'm a shoplifter or something the amount of times I've been in that shop. Honestly. That's what I think Frankie Boyle described that. He said, he said like, people think comedy's all rock and roll and stuff. And he goes, it's basically just walking around city centres in the afternoon. Um, but yeah. it's, yeah, I just think, uh, yeah, genuinely, I, I think a lot of comedians are still, I think, naively thinking, ah, oh, you know, once it's, yeah, by sort of November, or whatever, it'll be snapped back in and we'll just back to normal yeah. gigging. It's like, you ain't, mate. Even if they say no more social distancing, the clubs have lost so much money and things that yeah. they're going to contract. I think there'll be less. You know, I do be. think there's a hunger for it though. Like it will when it booms, it will boom hard. I think. Yeah, but if well, yeah, I've got on an money. outdoor gig. I've got an outdoor gig that's happening on the 24th of July. Uh, 24th of July uh, tomorrow, from when we're recording this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's sold out. But it's like quite a small outdoor gig. You know, it's like 80 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like these big things. Where you know, I mean, these big ones—they're like forty quid a ticket to sit in your fucking car. Well, I think that's why yeah, a lot yeah. of them are gone, isn't it? A lot of them have bought it now, and they've, they've cancelled. Like going forward, yeah. And I think who goes twice? Exactly. Who goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'll drive to a car park to watch a watch, comedian on a massive screen where I can't drink. <laughs> it's like yeah. the fuck is everything about that? It's like what's what sort of comedy night is that? It's just a low ceiling. It's a novelty <laughs> that people would do once uh, to sort of yeah. break up the monotony and then think oh, I won't be doing that again. I'll yeah, just yeah, wait until it's all back. Yeah, but yes, my yeah, I'm just basically I think yeah, like a lot of fees are going to drop for comedy for next, and they'll year never go so. back up. Of course they won't. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think a lot of comedians are probably, I think, a bit too optimistic about, no, I'll be earning what I was earning last year, next year. And it's like, no, no, no. I wish I would have studied something. Like, I wish I was a barrister. That's, that's, the, that's my biggest regret. I don't wake up and regret having to go at students at Goldsmiths after a breakup. My regret, I regret is not, not getting a degree. <laughs> I don't have a degree either. So. We're all fucked, no. mate. We've fucked it. <laughs> we absolutely yeah. fucked ourselves by being oh. comedians. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it's one of those we all might have to get like a side hustle. You know how like in America they've all got yeah, yeah. they all have jobs until they're it's you're either skin or a millionaire in comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I think that will probably happen here now. Yeah, is that there's a bit more like you've got to go and do something else for like 15 hours a week or 20 hours a week just because there's not that many gigs around. So some weeks you might not be gigging, so you yeah. need something to keep you busy and happy. I could live with that though. I think that's what I've really over lockdown. I think that thought of being a relative a half sort of member of society has really grown on me i'm like do you know what yeah. it's, it's, as a father outside <laughs> oh, no. i grew up yeah right? um, no but i'd need i still would need to get some i couldn't just be sitting in a office to, like chatting bollocks to people i don't like it's who you were with though and like what the job was it of course it's yeah. fun, isn't it? go in have a coffee have a laugh <laughs> I love I, you know what i mean yeah. sky from your bus <laughs> but uh, see when i did because like what until a year ago before they uh got rid of me um and you know off um what was it um offered that i may resign um uh, when i was at virgin uh, yeah. on the radio that was an office job like you were in it, a studio yeah, for a bit of it but you go into we were in an office every day, That's like a great a desk. Job up there. 
But it was what, it five days? Were you doing five days a week? Five days a week. But we had to go into the office. You were there for like two or three hours before. So you're there for like six hours in an office with all the politics and stuff. And I do miss it. Like yeah, it is yeah, nice yeah. going and seeing people, especially during lockdown, like where you're not doing anything. No, no. Like I, I am sort of going, maybe I should volunteer somewhere. Yeah, I've just, had that. Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to kind of do I'd volunteer something. volunteer if the money was good. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Depends. <laughs> what um? What's the reason why you don't? Do, what happened? Um, Chris Evans joined Virgin about six months before I left. Oh, and, okay. um, He he decided that um I wasn't right for the station. Did he, he didn't like me basically. Yeah, he we, we he didn't think I was good, so he got rid of me. Oh, he he asked him to get rid shit. of me. I've always hated Chris Evans. <laughs> Um, and he was he, I mean the, the first thing he ever said to me we met in a bar like when he first started we kind of all went to meet him and like have a drink and he came up to me and he went you're Matt aren't you and I went yeah he went, he went you know I've never met anyone that can do comedy and do radio and do them both well wow. and I was like but it's one of those insults where it took me like an hour yeah, and then yeah, I was like yeah. fuck man he, he, just, he just bitched yeah. me out you walk you, away you were like oh him. thanks man that's yeah. so great coming from you <laughs> yeah, man exactly. Chris Ev I can't believe that's good and then slowly but... uh, yeah 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 it's like a, yeah, hang on. Hell, it's like a landmine laid <laughs> in your soul. Still, never met someone. That's what he was. <laughs> it's fine. Like you know, I was there for ages. Like, I wasn't that sad to leave. But, I bet you um, were was, great on it, though. To be fair, it was. I mean, I, I, you know what? I probably wasn't because I wasn't like, hey, I'm a welcome to Virgin. We're listening to this. This. I just wanted to talk. Slamming every heckle, slamming people, and that. <laughs> well, people would once he started, and the Radio Two listeners came with him. Like they would text in to complain about anything and i'd read them out on air and, and slam them like yeah, how, yeah, you know how yeah, paul yeah, chowdhury yeah. does that thing where on snapchat he gets people who've slagged him off on the internet and goes on their profiles that worked like, really that. well for him years ago he got like yeah people who have yeah. been slagging him off he'd show his, their, their profile on his video and... <laughs> so i mean funny. paul chowdhury owes me a year of work because it really yeah, did work yeah. for me <laughs> it's um it's a funny one though it's just yeah it's, the listenership basically of radio stations defines what the you know i mean it's like talk sport do you know what i mean like talk sport will never probably break out of it sort of quite laddie you're listening to talk sport vibe because well, the listeners 98 male as well because we yeah. were the same, we were the same company as talk sport 98 yeah. i male. like talk i mean I'm, I'm not yeah. that's not a criticism what i'm saying is no 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 stations tend to very much be like you say like radio 2 has a definite listenership like oh you know, yeah when, like, when john and ellis went to five live the amount of shit they got like there was loads of complaints Absolutely. from from Five Live listeners. They didn't think John and Ellis fitted Five Live. It's like you know, so people radio listeners are really like sort of tribal Absolutely. in their ways. And, yeah, and it's weird because when um because he came to us, like I was doing exactly the same thing I'd always been doing, yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden it was like this doesn't this isn't good enough. This isn't working anymore. Because yeah. on breakfast they were talking about like. You know, um, you know, he's in his mid fifties with a family, and I was kind of like, oh, I've just moved in with my girlfriend, and it just didn't match anymore. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, I found his show a bit disingenuous because they do things like, guys, you need to give up your mobile phone. I've given up a mobile phone, and it's brilliant. And you're like, well, you've got a PA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Between yeah. every list, all he was on was he was just on his fucking PA's phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What you've got there is a sixty grand mobile phone. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. And, and, but telling his listeners being like, oh, guys, you know, it's all about wholesomeness and wellness and get rid of your phone. You don't need a phone. Like, I don't even have yeah, anything yeah. in my life. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. And recruiting a PA and it's also, like, yeah, rich people. When you're rich, you don't need shit like that anyway. But Elon know. Musk sold everything he owns except for his money house <laughs> <laughs> and amazing car and like his billions of pounds. Yeah, but he sold <laughs> that was his thing, was it? He was going to sell everything he owns. That's, yeah, that's within all... reason, you know. It does annoy me. It's really easy to go, guys. Like, why do you need? Why do you need antidepressants and stuff? All you need to do is just readjust. Sure. Like, quit, quit yeah. your job. Yeah, just, yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. Just go leave. to the beach. Yeah, the yeah, it's just beach. so annoying. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, I it's yeah, that's that's I, I talked a bit about that. I made him a show last year about that sort of middle class wellness industry, which I definitely buy into a lot of it but not in a similar in the same way as like you know i'm into some of that shit like you know i'm into meditation and things like that and i yeah I, but i do i understand that it's a cultural thing i've got mates who would sort of hear you know if i said mate honestly i think meditation would help you out they'd be like fuck off you lemon you know what i mean because to <laughs> them it's like it's not they're not it's not even part of something that crosses their mind because it's, it's not their world you got well, to accept I mean, sometimes we, it's like we, you know we, as a middle class entertainer you know it's, we're sort of, we have got different lifestyles. oh oh yeah and i think it's sometimes talking about it on stage in edinburgh obviously it's fine because yeah. they're all into it as There's well me, yeah, me in edinburgh digging out middle class wellness people it's like surrounded i was in my yurt surrounded by goers <laughs> like yeah those guys are fucking sick man <laughs> Try and do that in a club in like Runcorn. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's it is quite hard sometimes, isn't it? Because especially if you live in like you say, like this middle class Londony media-y lifestyle, or like a load of comedians live in Brighton, and you're kind of on stage going, guys, it's I've just gotten I've just gotten into yoga. Yeah, 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 going, yeah. Like, fuck off, off, mate. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like I don't eat any yogurts. You're like, no, it's slightly different, but yeah. it's. <laughs> but it's, but it can be fun. Though. I think it's got to be done the right way. Like I like doing yeah, I like yeah, yeah. doing vegan stuff in like places where I know there's not a single vegan in the nearest like a 10 mile radius. You know what I mean? Just because yeah, it feels yeah, yeah. then like you you can do it from a sort of piss takey perspective of like, I bring news from uh, London, the metropolis <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to you fucking savages. Um, is it hard doing vegan stuff to vegans? Because they're oh. a bit more uh, like, they're a bit more precious about because it's their life choice rather than vegan stuff to people that aren't. No, what happens is about you get ninety nine percent like vegans. I've done loads of vegan festivals and that stuff, and I've got I've got some vegans that just come to shows. Like in Edinburgh, I've got a couple of vegans that come every year that are a bit odd, and they're the ones. Basically, you'll always get like one percent who they'll watch a set and they'll just they won't laugh at all. They're just all they're there is for the vegan shit, man. And there was. <laughs> And afterwards, they'll come up to talk vegan facts. You need some B twelve, probably. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) fucking steak, love. Uh, But spray, mate, Holland and Barrett. It is that thing of yeah. There's there's sometimes you chat to vegans and they literally don't care that you're doing jokes about veganism. They 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 want you to be glad you're vegan. Chesney Hawks doing the album songs until they and then all of a sudden it's like right here. (laughs) Have you seen Chesney Hawks recently? He looks. Exactly the same as he did uh, 25 years ago. He looks amazing. He put he did a little That's thing it. on. He did uh, early in lockdown. He did something on like he appeared on some news shows, like the One Show or something from his home, and it was him and his family. And he just he looks the same. And he's really nice. And I was like, oh, I'm glad he's all right. He's still getting some good royalty. He can't be. I mean, no one's buying that song, are they anymore? I mean, you'd be surprised, Definitely. man. Then people that yeah. just made back in the day, you could make so much money from music. I like, mean, that was a hit, a hit single, uh, and you didn't have a mortgage. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's probably got 
it's like every so often I've been watching the telly and someone that is sort of vaguely in, you know, someone that's in showbiz, but I would say that us as comedians yeah. would be above them on the showbiz ladder. And yeah. it opens up to their like opulent fucking library. <laughs> and it's just, like, just like, how is, how is the basis from Shawadiwadi yeah, living yeah, yeah. this life? Honestly, it's mad, the money. Like I, I've been watching loads. I've, I'm obsessed with Sky Arts, the, the channel. Oh, I love it. I love it. You've got Discovering Films, which is the best TV show. It's basically just hour long biopics. Yeah, of just like, it talks about just different uh, film, like film starlets from the 1940s. And then um, there's uh, Portrait, uh, artists of the year I'm quite a fan of but they also do classic albums and it just always just interviews the bands about making classic albums and they interview these bands like it would be like the sort of guy who played a keyboard note on a on a famous album from the 70s and yeah he's in this lovely big house and they're like you and he's like yeah I just you know I used to play a bit of keyboard for a few different bands and like and, you know it's literally somebody no one wouldn't be able to name and they just made so much money yeah, it's it's mad. I mean, it's like that that about a boy concept, the film about about a boy that he lives off the royalties of a Christmas single his dad did, is true. Like in the sense of yeah. that is a very common thing. There, people just had a couple of hits back in the day, and just still. Or you were you were a supporting character in an eighties sitcom, and you've never worked since. <laughs> you still get your royalty check. Yeah, 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 like you were in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air for eight episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Like I remember years ago, um, the girlfriend in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I forget the actress's name, um, but I went on one of those um, Hollywood home tours. Yeah, and um, we got to this house, and it was absolutely like a gorgeous house. And they're like, "You'll never guess who lives here." And it was the girl that played Will Smith's oh, girlfriend in the Fresh Prince, and that's pretty much all she's ever done. But she probably gets like a couple of million a year from the syndication for it, yeah. and then that's that's her done. Shit, I should have gone for that part. Shit. <laughs> You'd have been good at it as well. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're very, um, you know, you're a chameleon, I think. Exactly. Um, See the Will Smith thing recently where he did the uh, round table. I was about to say that. It's with Jada Pinkett. Brutal. Yeah, yeah that good, was quite it? heavy, wasn't it? What? Because he was a bit upset, wasn't he? Well, I mean, why are they doing a, a, that? Why are they talking about that well, in public? I can't believe he agreed to go. So, right. So, Will, there's this whole thing about me cheating on you. Let's deal with this. On the internet. So let me. Check, can I just, are they still together though? I think yeah. they worked it out now, kind of thing. Now what? Now it's gone viral. <laughs> <laughs> Brought them together. But yeah, because I do. So they're still together. But there was because there was talk for years that they had an open relationship. An open relationship. And there was also yeah. some unfounded rumours about Will Smith's sexuality. That's and I've hers heard. as well. That they were kind uh, of mutual yeah. sort of. They really loved each other and, like, you know, fancied each other, but they let each other go off and do their yeah. own thing. But I don't believe... Men. I think there's always been rumours that they were both, like, yeah, it was a marriage of convenience, but then that isn't... They, didn't he... They're saying they're saying now that he might have... Him and Margot Robbie might have had a little... A little sesh. side thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, this is all fucking rumours, isn't it? A little sesh. Yeah. <laughs> But is that now Will Smith fans going because she's cheating on him going, well, yeah, well, he's not a cuck, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's obviously Chad had Margo it off. His, yeah, probably. It's good it's, that it shows you that people, like, I always saw Will Smith as like perfect, like his frame of mind. He's so kind of positive. Yeah, positive yeah. and happy. And he's just sort of like, his life can be fucked as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, like, he's a cuck, it's, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Man's a straight cuck. <laughs> Crying to his missus. Please. 
<laughs> We're not alone, guys. <laughs> Rise up, bro. Rise up, kings. <laughs> Chin up, brothers. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Rise up, my knights. <laughs> 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 start hitting some men's seminars so yeah, exactly mate men's rights matter too i being an oh, incel man. it'd be worse i mean i'm surprised there's not you know i think i find men's rights activists quite amusing i shouldn't i know sort of a lot of them have got issues and that but it'd be well funny to go to one of their seminars and just i'd love to know what it's like what's going down yeah, yeah, I wonder, yeah. I'd love to know. go to one like the game. You know, do you remember that where it was like men who yeah. used to basically how to trick women into sleeping with you? Yeah, you yeah. You got, one of the main got to them. Like you got to that. dig them a little bit slyly. It's called yeah, quite yeah, brutal. Yeah. Do you know that it's a, I sort of feel a bit um, like um, Neil Strauss, the writer of the game, was hard done by there because he didn't write that book as like he didn't write it as a here's a guide to. He's actually I've seen some interviews. He's, a, he's a, a smart. He's a very smart guy. Yeah, he's a music yeah. journalist. He wrote. He used yeah, to write yeah, for yeah. Rolling Stone, so he wrote all these sort of. He'd go and do these big long writ pieces. Yeah. About, so he he went like he has yeah. kind of taken back some of what he said. He said it was a bit dated and stuff. Some of the yeah, but he also it was it's like an, it was sort of like the book when you I've read it and it's just I read it because I've read I've his his other books and like it's sort of the point of it feels like he was just trying to do like a Louis Theroux like I'm going to hang out with these pickup artists and see what this world's like. Yeah, and yeah, ultimately yeah. through the book by accident he sort of tells you what to do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually think he was hard done by there and that he's now that book has become like the the face of this is the worst type of men and actually i think he was more it's more exposing that than it is like a john ronson kind of vibe yeah that's like and saying I, john ronson is the face of psychopaths exactly yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah, I, yeah. I do think and it also because most people haven't read it purposely because they think yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a manual rather than a than just a piece of writing, but like, I've yeah, I thought it was. Um, he I, seems like I've seen some. Well, you've got a kid now, so it does work, doesn't it? It does work. Yeah, and he's know. and he's and with I a ten as well. I nicked my wife <laughs> marriage. But no, but um, not that, a misogynist you know, anymore because he's with a ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you don't don't worry about that book. You lot don't need it. <laughs> um, do you know there's a guy who was one of the big like purveyors of it online? Anymore. A guy called Roosh something. Fuck, I've forgotten his name. He was a guy who was like quite known online for doing the game stuff. Like, and he did, I think yeah. he had like videos where he'd go up and just chirp swimming in the street and all that. And um, so he was like a a big man's guy. And then he's now a sort of a rabid Christian talking about the, the error of his ways. But he's really? gone almost, he's gone extreme Christian. So he's like, yeah. He's like anyone who's having sort of non-marital sex and like he's just gone so I, 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 the other way. I, I watched an amazing documentary. I can't even think what it's called anymore. But about people like this that basically have the personality where they're one or the other. Totally. So like, um, there was this um, guy who was in the KKK, like this white supremacist, and on this show they did a DNA test, and he was like four percent um, Jewish. Yeah. And they went and visited him a year later, and he Cut was his hand off. A Hasid- <laughs> he was like an orthodox. <laughs> you know, he'd become an himself. orthodox Jew. Whoa. So yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. his and it was not this. Oh well, I'm a bit Jewish. Maybe I should look at it. Isn't it? It's so one or the mad. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fascinating. It sounds like he's quite a similar guy. You're either like, like some drug up. addicts, like the worst drug addicts when they get clean are like the like the the mil- most militant. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Program people. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a friend like that who's sober and it's brilliant because they're a much nicer person. But that is all they are. 
that's really? their addiction now. But yeah. it's better than crack, I suppose. Uh, they were so much fun, though. I know, and crack's delicious. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, just read... you trying to start to sell it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just if Available to Patreon samples. <laughs> um, have you read John Ronson's book, Them, about extremists? Yes, that's I a have. good one. That's um, that is, yeah, it's funny because it's funny that that book. I only read it recently. I've had it sitting on the shelf for years, and because uh, that was written in two thousand and one, two thousand two, like but it was written before nine eleven. But then it sort of weirdly was became quite. What happened you know, on nine eleven? <laughs> but i keep hearing about john ronson okay i must be like a sign that i should read his stuff his books are good it's like it's it's quite it's quite he's quite a popular one i find for people to be like no have you read um john like it's almost like have you read uh trying to think glad like malcolm gladwell would be another example of just people just love just read that you know reading all of his books i'm sort of i tend to dip in and out but you know he's he's sort of an entry john ronson's like your entry he's like once you've done Louis Theroux and you yeah. want to look like a connoisseur, you go to John Ronson. I yes. love a bit of Louis. I might see that sold it to me. I'm going to get all. He's over great. It. They're very similar. John Ronson, I'd say, is like you know when you go when you go to a restaurant and you order the the second cheapest bottle of wine to look like you yeah. know your shit. Like yeah, that's yeah, what John yeah. Ronson. Would but they're be. very similar in that they they you know they're they're very good at humanizing quite extreme people to make you realize that they're not. Probably, probably not evil. They're probably just very we're all, misguided we're all and odd, and like they probably got a lot of issues going mm-hmm. on. But at them, when you what, read that now, you you see where a lot of the current trends have were starting, like the sort of conspiracy yeah. theory types, um, a lot of the sort of uh, anti-Semitism that sort of is rife through conspiracy theories and through sort of a lot of like, like the links between like sort of left-wing thinking and right-wing thinking in terms of the ones that cross over in, like, anti-Semitism. It meets at the other end. Yeah. Do you reckon John Ronson and Louis Theroux must be watching, like, everything happening now and going, oh, I've got so many shows to make in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is great for people like that because, like, the 5G nuts. Oh, like, man. of course someone's going to go and meet them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The flat well, earth. You'll arrange it. It was good. The flat earth. Yeah, flat earth is a bad day documentary. The curve, oh, wasn't it? Beyond the curve. Beyond the curve. But I think like it feels like flat earth is dying off a bit. It feels like it's almost like they're that. the new five G. I guess. Well, I think five G and the coronavirus essentially that like you know that really has that has really wiped the floor with a lot of other conspiracy theories because yeah, it's so yeah. big. Um, I watched this. I watched something about it once, and they said the thing, the problem with conspiracy theories is is they only ever apply to big things. So like JFK getting shot, there's loads of conspiracy theories yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Ronald Reagan getting shot because it didn't result in a death and it was a small event. Yeah. There's no conspiracy theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be... But my my one that I love and I'm part of a few subreddits um, for anti-vaxxers that are pro-anti-vax just yes. because I think it's absolutely fascinating like yeah, how, yeah, they, yeah. how they feel about vaccinations and, you know, all these things that have been debunked about them. They're like, no, 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 it's all a lie. We're going to have little microchips in us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the thing they're obsessed at the minute. Cause there was talk of, they've, you know, they started saying they think they've got a vaccine for coronavirus. And then Bill Gates came, was talking about it. It's like, I want to say to somebody wants to get a word to Bill Gates. Can you just shut up about it, mate? You're making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah. think you're the devil. Yeah, Every time yeah, you yeah. talk about a vaccination, all them lot think, well, it's obviously he's going to put microchips. I know. They can't not associate Bill Gates with microchips because he, made computers (laughs) fucking idiots but like basically it's um you know yeah it's that thing of 
like you know, it's a hard one because like I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think vaccinations are that. Yeah, in terms of the, in the terms of the coronavirus, it, as yet, it's such a new thing. I think it's very early to have a vaccine. It needs a couple more years, I think, before you get yeah, one. Just bang absolutely. On. And also, some vaccines, like the flu vaccine, are good for certain people, and other people, it's almost irrelevant. Um, yeah. So I think. But I also understand that if they said, say, um, you you need it to travel and you know things like that, I'm fucking, I'll stick it in my head, mate. I'm gonna get it, yeah. man. If it when it comes, I'm, yeah. To but I'm I'm not I'm I'm getting it more for the fact that I think it's going to be necessary f- to function in uh, you know the sort of the, the, the what the future is going to be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother's doing the trial. Really? He lives in Oxford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because basically, he's he's what twenty one, and he's so upset that everything's been cancelled that yeah, he's got yeah. no plans for the summer. This is him going. Well, I'm doing my bit to speed this up. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, you're right. It takes years for vaccines. I don't know if this is a man to trust, but my vet um, uh, <laughs> um, said to me that he's like, we, "There'll never be a vaccine that works for everyone because it's a coronavirus. It they mutate too quickly. Mutates, yeah, yeah, it's like totally. a cold. The colds are coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. never had a vaccine. Yeah. So I understand them like the skepticism around it being quick, but the people that are like. I'm never giving my kids vaccines. And if you've got vaccines in your kids, you're the devil. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it is, it's wild that, and they go, I've done my research and you're like, yeah, on Google, you've not gone yeah, to yeah, university yeah, yeah, exactly. and done the proper thing. And also like, you know, like there's loads of vaccines that do work that are proven yeah. to work. I mean, the know? measles one or like polio. Polio. I mean, how, yeah. many, how many people do you know that are walking, like, walking around with the, the after effects of polio? Now, I ain't got no mates. Well, there was someone polio. online. I did see this thing on this um, on this anti-vax thing, and I'm, I'm part of like some anti anti-vax things. And someone had put, "We didn't need a we didn't need a vaccine for the Black Plague." And someone just went, "But it did kill a third of Europe." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have done yeah, with yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you'd it, argue, it, it would have helped. And it still kills quite a lot of people every year. But they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, that just went away." It, it, yeah, but it. Do we really want a third of Europe dead? The Spanish flu kill, killed like a hundred million, and there was only like t- two billion in the world or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it's quite a few. <laughs> but I think it is that thing of it's a weird one though, isn't it? Because like I get you know when they sort of I get why there's conspiracies about financial institutions and they're you know they're obsessed with like because it's based you know, on like five percent truth. Of of course, there's a corruption and stuff yeah at the very top but they're not that smart to orchestrate every single well that's it and also like they often misread a lot of stuff about they talk about how they want like a new world order and like one world government it's like the reason they think that is because there's often that's often been mooted as like um, a potential way of solving all the conflict you know like yeah yeah it's like bertrand russell wrote a book about it he's like you know and he was you know, he was sort of thought of as one of the smartest fucking men that's ever lived, right? And he you know, he wrote a book saying that he does that he foresees a future that without a global government where government every government is sort of accountable to a central body, you can never yeah. have a world that isn't conflicted because everyone has otherwise has conflicting motives. Whereas actually, if you only have you only ever will you have no conflict if everyone's got the same idea and same motive. Which but then who runs that? Who decides there? Well, it's a, it's a sort nature. of a globally um, elected body, conf- isn't it? But that's the so. But yeah. that's but the, the thing is that it's just an Conflicts idea. Conflicts aren't always bad, though, are they? They kind I mean, of... globally they tend to be bad, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Look at all of history. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of nation conflicts always are bad aren't they yes that's, that's what well, country v country yeah the people that are banging to conspiracy theories are the ones that ignore the real things like all the trump supporters and say boris johnson supporters are going on about 5g 
and then are ignoring the Russian document that's just come out and ignoring the fact that, like today, it's come out that Trump asked if the uh, English Open, the golf, the golf tournament, could be held at his golf resort. And he asked the British government to, to help do that. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, all yeah. that kind of, which is a proper conspiracy. That is a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. They, they're like, well, that's irrelevant because he's racist like me. But the 5G is well, pretty that, awful, isn't it? Well, that's it. It's, yeah. And there's no such thing as, I've never met a, an, an objective conspiracy theorist. It's hard to meet an objective anyone. Everyone's got their sort of things that they're tied to. But with conspiracy theorists, they're so tied into their ideas. Same as like extreme religious people. And like anyone who's very, very definite about an idea, it, well, it cannot be objective. Pers- because they look for evidence for their idea only. Well, got yeah, and on. anything that sort of is outside that is to them uh, sort part of, of the cool. conspiracy. There's a personality around it a lot, especially with conspiracy theorists and, like you say, religion, people who are super religious. Like, that is their personality. There's nothing else about them. So yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. be objective because it ruins them as a human Whereas being. The sec- there's, not, there's, there's not even a secret. The truth is that every powerful organisation is are probably run by cunts. <laughs> who are up to some dodgy shit to try and hold on to power and money. And that is, that is literally as how the world sadly runs. And it, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be that they're all in fucking basements killing kids and wanking each other off to yeah, Satan yeah, yeah. speeches. You know what I mean? It's just, it, 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 it just, can be as simple as they are just greedy fuckers. Yeah. I think to, to the detriment of the world, it's not like that. You what? know, a bit more wanking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <over dead kids. laughs> did you see the Did you see the Wayfair Gate one? That was fun. Yes, amazing. amazing. That was an absolute humdinger, wasn't it? Like, it was, uh, did you see it, Julian? What What was it called? Wayf- basically, Wayfair is an online um sort of it's, it's homewares it's a website that's like the that furniture sells, retailer yes. oh i know i know it yeah lots of adverts on daytime telly like that and kind of okay a lot of facebook up, uh, adverts I'm, i feel like i'm being targeted by them and this was before the pedo stuff <laughs> right but um it's uh there was a thing where some there was someone put screenshots online of uh like items of like a wardrobe that there was another version of that wardrobe was say five hundred pounds, and it was on their website for like ten thousand dollars, and it had the name of the wardrobe and then a, a, a person's name, and somebody had typed like searched for all these names, and apparently they were all names of missing children, and so they were saying, "Oh my god, they're using Wayfair as a Wayfair as selling children via their website," and then. Um, basically that was it it just went around like any, any bargains do you see any bargains no they were always they were very it turns out <laughs> traffic's children are very pricey um, and also bad for the environment big carbon footprint on traffic children yeah. i mean also like, around not, the same time paul had a baby with <laughs> <laughs> and a, i don't know if you can see my new wardrobe that i've got fitted in the background there. as a kind of new age guy should you get like a locally sourced traffic child I did. Yeah. i've traffic my traffic line within the m25 thank you <laughs> Um, no, but it's that thing of like, I mean, it's so not, not so much, but they like apparently, um, yeah, and I think it's it's not just Wayfair don't sell their things. Like, there's it's like an open access thing. It's almost like an eBay for where other sellers can use it, like Amazon can, like Etsy and those kind of things. Well, yeah, like, where you so, can just put your stuff on it. So it could be as simple as some mad 
conspiracy theorists put those things on, took the screenshots. Like this, there's so many other alternative things before you go to. Yet they're stealing kids, putting them in wardrobes, yeah, and then selling them for ten thousand dollars. It's like on an, a website that everyone can see. I reckon if you're trafficking children, you're probably being a bit more secretive about it, personally. Yeah, you can't just have the police turn up and they go, "There's a lot of storage in here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What <laughs> you hide it? Also, it's 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 not even a space saving way of transporting them. Kids are tiny. You don't need a wall. <laughs> a chest of drawers with the hollowed out would suffice. Um, but yeah, it's just it's. It, I read I read that one and I was like, it's fascinating because you read it and like this is, you know, it's so much information. But then you're like, the, oh, the moment you go, but hang on a sec, anyone could have just put those things online and then screenshot it for to just yeah, yeah. with their own idea. And it's like, oh yeah, of course, that's a much simpler answer, isn't it? And, and also, like, with furniture, like, the Billy bookcase, like, they've all got names that are going to link. There's going to be a Billy that's gone missing. <laughs> like, Every Ikea yeah, thing's yeah. named after yeah. a stolen Ikea child, apparently. <laughs> yeah. They're all Swedish kids' names. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I mean, it's fun. It's a thing. I, I do still read into them just for a bit of a laugh because it is. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's yeah. a great rabbit hole. It is. Um, but, yeah, I just, I'm glad that I'm not somebody who believes them. Um, what else do we need? What do we need to talk about? We just—I don't. We haven't actually. We never actually officially started. We started talking about um, you getting kicked off the radio, and then we talked about. We haven't talked about any sort of office. We talked about office jobs, doing. and you went straight oh, we did, through. Sorry, but we didn't actually ever um, ask you a single question as a guest. You know what? Though, but I like I like that though. I've, this yeah. has been really nice. Yeah, this has been, been fun. Like... It feels like the <laughs> intro is just overrun by forty-five minutes. <laughs> it's just really. It's really nice to talk to people. Yeah, it is, isn't it? We used to do questions, didn't we? Like people have send them in, but where we do it like this now, it doesn't. Yeah, but normally we've got some sort of how have you been doing during lockdown? What have you been up to? And I realise yeah, yeah, we've yeah. not even asked, we've not asked Matt but, a single thing. <laughs> but now it's July. It's sort of like we all know how we're doing. Like it's, it's been, yeah, yeah. it's been all like it's been fine. But it's just I'm now getting a bit. I'm getting itchy now Damn. about wanting to go out and do a bit of just go and gig and do some work. Yeah. Really, because um. Have you have you got any live? You've got that drive throughy outdoory. What have you got? I've got an outdoor one, um, which I've which I've booked for them, like in a, lo- a local venue. Like I've got this outdoor space, um, like a nice kind of ve- um, old house on a park. So nice. um, I've booked that for them. But otherwise, like I did have a couple of big kind of outdoor ones, but they got pulled, yeah, yeah, which was yeah. not ideal because it was um, well, like two hundred percent of my current income this year yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for two gigs. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's one mad, of those in it. It, you just go, okay, normally two gigs being pulled would not sway your life. Yeah. But yeah. at the moment. When your yearly different. salary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, we're not going to get paid. You're not going to get paid this year. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sort of been fine. I've been doing, I've been doing all the odd jobs around the house and like all those, but it's been, it's been all right. Like, I've, you know, we, me and I, we got a kitten. Like me, nice. and, me and my girlfriend. Which oh, I saw, which I think, quite did fun. you put a picture of the kitten online somewhere? Yeah, I did. Yeah. She got a cat, which has it. been, which has been great, like, you yeah. know, and just kind of hung out. And because I work evenings all the time, we don't get to spend loads of time together like that. It's normally like quite often passing ships in the night. And it yeah, turns yeah. out we we should be a couple. Like that was quite nerve wracking yeah, after yeah, five yeah. years going into this going, well, this is probably more time than we've ever spent together combined. I wonder how, I wonder what a percentage of couples that broke up after, or will break, or are waiting for it to end to go, right, you are done, mate. I'm out of here. A lot of that's, oh. yeah, definitely. Because I think, yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of domestic problems. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
My friends are family. My friends are family barrister, and her work has gone right up. Really? Yeah, since the lockdown and stuff, a lot of domestic problems. Fuck. Oh, I I, I know someone who um, they said his wife said she wanted a divorce a week before lockdown, <sighs> and then and then couldn't go anywhere. And then they're so, locked in a house. Oh my <laughs> god! Four months. But actually, weirdly, a horror um, film, I say. But I think the first few weeks were hard. But in the end, like they're still leaving each other. But it's all on really good terms with no, nothing unsaid. So much, like normally yeah. that would have took six years, but it's intensified. Yeah. And, and they've got and they've got kids. So like, it's almost like they've had those... to work, work their notice. Do you know what I mean? They gave you like yeah. a sort of yeah, four yeah, month yeah. notice. Go <laughs> right, but you're gonna have to work it, and then uh, we'll let you go. And, and then and to here. get their le- letter of recommendation, so they're not gonna have yeah. that kind of bitter divorce. It's yeah. going to be a very amicable yeah, kind of. Uh, so, which maybe maybe that's the secret. If you're going to get divorced, you have to go and live with them for four months. I think it's a nice idea. Just be, I, I do think more couples need to like work out how to like people. Everything everyone talks about how to find love and get into relationships. No one ever talks about good ways to wind things down. You know what I mean? It's almost like. You start a company like sort of getting the administrators in, and you go in well, and like sort that, of talk, sit like down. That George and go, Clooney right. film, Up in the Air, yeah, but for, uh, but for a relationship. So, yeah, so you get contacted by one of the one of the people in the couple, and you have to go and sit the other one down and go, "Look, um, we've been called in because yeah, we've basically been you're not going to be um, kept on, and uh, <laughs> uh, we're here to talk through the the changeover." And that's it. You sort of, you know, the severance, all this kind of like yes. redundancy. Yeah, yeah, we've done all the. The, you've done all the package we've got a package ready to show you here and um <laughs> you know yeah so it'd be quite a nice idea it's nice sort of a you know officiate a terrible idea is it really like... I mean, again I'm, I'm always thinking about new jobs <laughs> <I> come on. <laughs> anyone would like me to set this company up uh that would be great um i've got to go in a minute i just realized i've got to I've right. be it's away been, it's, been, it's been it's been genuinely lovely it's, it's been lovely. like meeting up for a coffee or something it has yeah been. it's nice it's isn't it nice yes just, yeah, I can't wait to see you think, both in real life. I know. Um, it's when will that be? I mean, it probably could be any time. We can people can just meet up in parks and stuff now. <laughs> <So, laughs> Realise I said point. it like we're all in prison or something. Things are opening Saturday, years. so uh, it's slowly. Uh, some cinemas are open, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, yeah. but what's a show? There's no film. Old films, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. There's nothing new out, is there? When Harry no, met Sally. Would you yeah. pay 15 quid to watch something you could watch at home, though? If you want to go and watch it in a cinema? There's certain films, Not like, really. I've gone to watch in the cinema a bunch of times. Old classic films, like Jaws and stuff, just because they, they, they're they so good on a big cinema screen. In, yeah. in Cambridge, they do, before, like, for years they've been doing, you can watch Jaws on a lake. Oh, I love on it. On a lilo, on a big screen in this dark lake. That'd do they employ incredible. someone to come up and just, like, underneath like yeah, a yeah, scuba yeah. diver and shake you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, did we, I had an idea for that. Well, years ago, I remember when Blair Witch was out, to, was to do Blair Witch in the woods and have it, like, everyone camps for the weekend and it's an immersive thing where... I actually went to the woods after I saw it late at night with a couple of mates. It was fucking terrifying, man. It's a scary film, man. That is a scary film. Secret cinema have beat you to the punch there. I know. They're a bit over the top. They are. Maybe you need it a bit more lo-fi, a bit to, so people think they might actually die. What, you, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what the secret is is do horror ones where the whole crux of it is people go, "I think the people running this are no longer around, and yeah, something yeah, yeah. is really happening." Yes, that's yeah. And you need that's to, the way to do it. Some, yeah. One person does need to die to make it 
legit. Yeah, you, you just have a plant. You just got a plant that you kill off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You... Did I, I must have said it on here? I remember I went to the Back to the Future uh, secret cinema, and I mean it was very good. Everyone dressed up, and you know you're in the like they, they, the, what they built with the set was amazing. But um, and everyone was in characters. Loads of people, actors in character, and we went into the high school dance from the end of the film, and um, and the bar only it had like a couple of drinks it had like a cocktail and it had uh, another thing and basically that was a beer and a cocktail oh no it was a it was they had, so basically they, you know it was they had everything was sort of written as if it was part of the film and i wanted i wanted a whiskey i just wanted a shot of whiskey and i went up to the, the barman who was like a sort of hey you just kip guy over quiff and I went hey mate um, i know you've only got those two things listed but can i just get like a shot of whiskey and he just looked at me and went this is a high school dancer. <laughs> I was like, very good, very good. I went to the, I did the 28 days later one and it was oh. fucking terrifying. Yeah, I imagine. Um, and then you watch the film line on a hospital bed and they were suspended, the screens were suspended what? from the ceiling. That That's was amazing. pretty cool. Yeah, it was terrifying. And and they didn't sell, the cocktails were all um, medicines. They were all in medicine uh, bowls. That was, uh, that, yeah, this is a high school dance is what a great line it's so he was so good he's he must have i don't know if he prepped it or but basically or he'd had somebody else try it and he'd come up with it and thought that is my line for the night but it's fucking level they do improv classes at central school of speech and drama mate which is where he'd clearly be yes (laughs) anyway right i've got to go um no any other business julian we'll just be back we'll just back to normal innit? we're back our patron catch up for this week i've only just been able to upload it this morning there was I, the patreon website wasn't allowing me so there's something okay. going on but it's back to back to business um Sorry. other than that everyone i hope every listeners are good matt stay safe <laughs> wear, wear a mask um, always the video of this will be on Patreon and the it audio. Will be on Patreon. Obviously. People uh, will already have the audio if they can hear me saying this. So. Yes. But if you want to watch right. us, I need to plug if you it. want to see Max's lovely uh, wallpaper, which is lovely, actually. That's a Thanks good backdrop, much. man. I like the backdrop. Do you think? Thanks very yeah. much. Kind of just sofa wallpaper. I'm just kind of trying to keep it simple. Nice. Nice. I like, yours. I like your slowly dying plant, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's not slowly dying. I put it outside. And the this long bits were on the lead roof, and they just sizzled a bit. But it's uh, <laughs> and it burnt some leaves. But yeah, it's uh, so I'm yeah, it'd be all right. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, Matt. Take it easy. Thanks very much. Thanks for doing it, man. See you later. Take-